Right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is February 17th, 2022 and week 159. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Mist of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about the servant of the Lord. In one place, he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. And that's what our goals should be. That's what we should desire to be a servant of the Lord and also a servant of each other. So I pray that you guys get something out of this message. And without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. Um, Hopefully you guys have a chance to close your eyes. And if you can't, I mean, that's fine too. Uh, But just join in this prayer with us. Gracious Lord, thank you for just being such an amazing God, an awesome God, a loving, a a kind God, a God who uh, is willing to go so very far for his children. Lord, we thank you for Uh, Just your grace, your mercy, um, just even having the opportunity to be called the sons and daughters of God. Lord, we thank you for that, Lord, because we understand nothing we have did in this life deserves uh, your grace and mercy. Nothing uh, we have did has caused us to earn it. And so, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Uh, We're praying for our friends, our family members, our loved ones. Uh, those going through trials and tribulations, and including ourselves, uh, whatever it is at this time of our lives, Lord, we're praying that you will continually help us. You will continual, continually keep our minds stayed on you, Lord, so that we can have that perfect peace. Lord, we're praying for uh, so many that are sick, uh, whether it's COVID or whether it's some other type of disease or illness, Lord, we're praying that you would just continue to be with them, Lord. Uh, continue to help those uh, who are unsaved, Lord, just to come into you, Lord. We're praying that you would use us, that we would go out and we would spread your word, we would spread your love uh, and your compassion. And Lord, we're praying that no matter what happens to us in this life, that you would remind us there's still a reason to have joy. Help us to have that joy in the midst of every storm. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we're talking about the servant tonight. Uh, We're coming from the book of Philippians chapter 2 and verse 7. Again, we're talking about the servant. Now, this isn't something that's... uh, This isn't something that's appealing to people. Nobody, when someone hears, uh, even if you were to ask people, you know, what kind of job do you want to work? Now, it's not very common where someone will say, I want to be a servant. Now, I have heard people say that. I have heard uh, a few people say that. But this isn't a common thing where someone wants to be a servant. And even when someone does say it, do they truly mean the servant that we're going to talk about tonight? So, Let's look at what Jesus, uh, we're going to look at the life of Jesus along with some other things. Uh, But again, we're talking about being a servant. And now we're covering this because it's crucial for us to be, for us to fulfill this role. Because again, And I say it all the time, but our goal is to be saved. There's there's no point of this if we die and go to hell. I mean, who who cares about how much money we made? Who cares about that? Who cares about what job you work if you die and go to hell? And so what we find here in the word of God, and people aren't telling us about this, is that God is looking for us to be a servant in order for us to be saved. This comes with it. 
So let's see what he said here. Philippians chapter 2, and let's see verse 7. But made himself of no reputation. Now we know we're talking about Jesus because this is one of the main things we want today is a reputation. We say everybody know about me. You'll hear people say that sometimes. Everybody know me around here. We want to make a reputation for ourselves. We want to have a big name. We, it, I, I can guarantee it won't, it won't take us a long time to think about ourselves or either someone we know who is proud of their reputation. And I mean one where it's about us. It's not about God. It's about us. That's where the issue comes in at, when it becomes about us. Let's see what he did, though. Read that again for me, Mel. But made himself of no reputation. Now, this is what Jesus did. See, I know when I read these scriptures, I know this had to be God. All these things had to be God's doing because I can sit back and look at man and woman today, and we're not about this. We're about a reputation. Let's see what else he said. And took upon him the form of a servant. See, we're not about this. No. We are going to be the served. We're not going to be the servant. See, everyone wants a servant. Everyone wants this. See, I know this has to be God because this is what Jesus himself did. It says he made himself of no reputation. He intentionally did this. He took upon him the form of a servant. Nobody made him be a servant. He didn't have to be. He chose to be a servant. So I understand this had to be God's doing. See, we, we have to be able to understand the scriptures and understand we should easily be able to see God in these things we're reading. Because just think about, would, would man actually do this? Would woman actually do this? Would humanity actually do this? Who's willingly choosing to be a servant? Now, I've heard some people say they want to be a servant. But when it comes down to actually serving, we find something different. So let's see. Let's keep reading here. And was made in the likeness of men. Mm -hmm. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. He humbled himself. This goes into being a servant. To humble yourself. You know, there's a lot of situations we can get in and we want to rise up. It takes something to humble yourself. When you get upset with someone, you <laughs> sometimes people have to <laughs> clench their teeth together. <laughs> oh man, I don't just, you don't even open your <laughs> you don't even separate your lips, separate your uh, your teeth when we talk sometimes because we're that upset. Like man, I would do something to you. It takes something for people to humble themselves. It takes some strength. When someone is saying something and you really want to respond, but you humble yourself and close your mouth. See, that's what Jesus did. When they talked about him, when they mocked him, when they said all manner of evil, spoke all manner of evil against him, when they spit on him, he didn't even open his mouth. See, there had to have been a lot of strength there because I can tell you for a fact, people have not did me nowhere close to what they did to Jesus. And I have a hard time sometimes. Sometimes people can really do something. You're fighting. Man, I'm trying not to open my mouth. So when I read these things, I understand this is God because us, we're, we're going to have to say something. Even if you don't say something in that moment, you know what you'll do. You're going to go and say something about them to someone else. You're going to go and post it on your social media. 
You're going to explode somewhere. But this man never did. He never did. You know, I don't find Jesus. You know, Jesus came back after they crucified him. He was resurrected on the third day. We know this. But you know, when he came back, I don't find him still talking about what they did to him. Because he's a servant. You know, if somebody wrongs us, we'll still be talking about it years down the line. We'll still be holding on to it because we haven't become a servant yet. Now, I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about myself. But I understand it takes something to get to this level. And I'm asking God to help me get there because I want to be one of those servants. Melvin just referenced the scripture where God said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. God is looking for a servant. Now, he's not looking for the type of servant you think because the form of servants we think is how we go on a job and the boss man or boss lady, they say, hey, go do this, go do that. And they go somewhere and kick their feet up. That's the type of servant we think of. We think, man, somebody's making a fool out of me. But God is not that type of uh, boss, if you will. He's not that type of boss. So let's read that one more time. Uh, let's go back up to verse 7 before we run somewhere else. But made himself of no reputation. This is God's doing. You know, this is so powerful. He made himself no reputation. He didn't want to go out and be heard. He, he wasn't trying to go out and be seen. He was just trying to do the will of God. You know, everybody has to see us for everything we do. We can't even wash our car without telling 50 people, wash my car today, don't it look good? We, we're, we're trying to seek some type of reputation. Just got these new shoes, check them out. <laughs> check your boy out. <laughs> We're looking for some type of reputation. Let's be honest about it. But Jesus, what he did, if he helped someone, he didn't have to go and post about it. I've had people, I've had people talk to me about how they helped someone homeless. And you wonder, what are you doing it for? Because you had to post 10 pictures of you doing it. And I'm not saying it's a sin to post a picture. I'm, please don't get me wrong. But what are we looking for? Are we looking for God to reward us? Or are we looking for people to pat us on the back and praise us? This is what Jesus didn't do. He healed so many people but he didn't go around bragging about it. He fed so many people, he didn't go around and brag about it. Yeah, I fed them yesterday. They were so hungry. You know, this is what we do. Man, they were so hungry, I just felt so bad for them. I just had to feed them. And then I looked at their shoes. They, I just had to give them something. This is how we are. But that's not... Truly being a servant, if we have to minimize people in the process. You know, recently, uh, I've been seeing so many people committing suicide because others, because of the things others are saying about them. And the devil is using whatever he can. He doesn't, it, he does not care. If someone is 10 years old, he doesn't care if you're, they're two years old, 20, 15. He does not care. And so any negativity, the devil is going to feed off of it. But we live in a world where people won't give you a break at all. 
I mean, you can go to school. You wake up early in the morning. Kids wake up early. Go to school. And for however many hours, six, seven, eight hours a day, they're being humiliated. And I've sat in these classes. Teachers won't say anything. Now, I'm not saying every teacher's that way. But I've sat in classes. The teacher won't even say anything. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they're thinking about something else. I don't know what was going on. But teachers won't even say something. So it's up to us to teach the children how to be servants, how to look out for the people in your classroom. We should be building each other up. But it starts at home. It starts with parents. It starts with the community. It starts with people who are servants of God. But you know what the servants are doing, Melvin? They're talking just as bad about the kids. They're talking just as bad. This is where the kids are learning it from. Family members are doing the same thing. This isn't how we become a servant. This is not the way. So Jesus, he made of himself no reputation. Go ahead. And took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Mm -hmm. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. We have to learn to humble ourselves. If we're ever going to be a servant, somebody said, well, I just can't help myself. We better learn how. If we want to be the servant of God, we've got to learn how. We've got to work at it. You know, anything in this life that we want, we can work at it. And we can get better and better. If you want to now. If you want to. So, I want to... Let's go back up. Actually, let's let's go to chapter one first. Let's go back to chapter one. And verse 1, and then we'll come back, Lord willing, to chapter 2. But I want to point out something here. Chapter 1, and let's look at verse 1. Really quickly, we do have a few comments. David says, praise the Lord, everyone. Uh, Praise the Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Praise him. Uh, He also says, says, Jesus came to be a servant. As we just read, yes, he he surely did. Uh, My Aunt Sandra says, good evening, Lord, give me the heart of a servant. And good evening to you. Thank you as well for tuning in. And that should be all of our prayers. David prayed, um, give give me a clean heart. Renew, you know, the right spirit. So we have to pray for for that heart, you know, because that's where everything comes from. Only the pure at heart shall see God. Um, David says, it's not about who I am, but about whose I am. And I'm a servant of the most high God. And Jesus is his name. Use me, Lord, in Jesus' name. You definitely want to be used by God. We're used about we're used by all of these forces on earth. Everything but God. But yep, yeah, those are um the comments. And he also says, Amen. So thank you both for tuning in. Thank and you, guys. We probably have some comments on the other pages, but we can get the scriptures first. So you know, that's an incredible prayer to pray. Lord, give me the heart of a servant. You know, someone may look at being a servant as a weak thing. But if we would all have that heart, look at how much better the world would be. You know, we wouldn't be attacking one another because we'd be the servant of each other. We wouldn't be humiliating one another. We wouldn't kill one another. We we would not harm one another at all if we were truly being servants one to another. See, the way this thing works is we are all supposed to be servants, not just one of us, every last one of us. If if Melvin only serves me, then there's an issue. If I can't in return serve him, see, that's what makes it work, is if we serve one another. It doesn't work one way. But this is the world that we're in. Everyone wants to be served, but not everyone wants to serve. So let's pick it up. Well, we got a few more. 
Okay. Uh, when I refresh, Casey says, praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord to you, Casey. And um, Chelsea has a question. Um, she asks, so a servant is helping others invisibly? Invisibly. I need you to explain that invisibly for me. Um, and while she's doing that, uh, but uh, it, it's not going to be... I'm not really sure what you mean by invisibly. I've got ideas, but I want you to explain to me what you mean by invisibly. Let's pick up verse one here uh, as we wait on that response. Philippians one and one. Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ. Now, I love when I read this. Paul and Timothy, that's who we're talking about. And now... Out of all the great things that Paul did. Now, the scripture, uh, people talk about how many languages Paul knew, uh, how well educated he was. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees, uh, trained at the feet of Gamaliel, however you pronounce his name. He was well known. He was well known. And well respected. But now, regardless of everything he had accomplished in his life, no matter how many degrees he had, no matter how much money he had, what, whatever it is that we can look at and we measure success in the world, no matter what it is, the first thing he tells us about himself is what? He said, the servants. What do you say, Melvin? The servants of Jesus Christ. He said, I want you to know This is Paul talking to you, and this is Timothy. And the most important thing, you know, (laughs) I thank God for us having school. I thank God for school. We need some education. We need to learn something. But don't let that cause you to have the big head, if you will. See, For anyone who has been in school, we know when we're writing a paragraph or a paper, they say, you know what needs to be in your first sentence or first couple of sentences? They say, you need to have the main idea. Now, I don't know. They might call it something else now. (laughs) Yeah, they, they, (laughs) we're getting so educated. We just call (laughs) the same thing, different words to sound smarter. But back when I was coming up, they said main idea. So somebody out there might remember main idea. And so Paul says, the main idea that I want you to get from this now is we're servants first. That's what's important here. Not about how much we've accomplished. Not not about how great people we are. We're we're such great uh, people in the body of Christ. Wow, look at what Paul has did. Look at what he's accomplished. Because that's what we do today. We're wild when we see what someone accomplishes. I think about uh, King Solomon and how the scripture talks about how he was the wisest man. Now, that was before Jesus. But a wiser came once Jesus came. Nonetheless, the queen of Sheba went down to see King Solomon. And she said, all the breath. (laughs) He said, (laughs) this knocked all the breath out of me. You know, what I had heard, the the half wasn't even told. You know, this is so much better. She looked at all he accomplished. She looked at all his servants. Go back and look at it. She looked at everything this man had, the buildings, the pools. You know, we want a house and a pool. That's what people want. But everything he had, all the people he had working for him, the businesses, this is what we're impressed by. She said the half wasn't even told about you. But despite all of his accomplishments, the most important thing should have been, wow, this man is a servant of God. And so Paul has gotten this thing straight now. It's not about what he's accomplished. It's about if he's a servant or not of God. That's what it's about. Did did um, let's see. That's the most important thing here. 
being a true follower of Christ. You know, a lot of people aren't true today. I had uh, uh, somebody, I was talking to someone recently, and they were telling me how the reason they stopped going to church was because they found some hypocrites in there. There were not true servants. That's what they were telling me. I said, man, you know what? I don't know why you go to any store you go to. I don't know why you shop anywhere. Because, you know, I can guarantee you, you'll find a hypocrite in there. Any store, any business, any church, whatever it is, you're going to find a hypocrite. You you might as well turn your power off. There's some people that work at the power company, the electricity company, hypocrites. You won't be able to do anything. You cannot allow someone to stop you from being a servant of God just because they don't want to. We have to elevate our way of thinking. What, what, what do we have, man? Yeah, she commented. Uh, she says, like, you can't let it be known that you are helping others. You help others without it being known by anyone that you have giving out gestures. Also, what if you are doing so, meaning serving others, and it's being taken advantage of? Still be a servant to those people as well? Okay. So Jesus set out guidelines for us to do good deeds. Now, I'm not saying it is a sin. Let's let's go and get that. Um, give me one second here. I believe it's going to be in Matthew chapter 6. Let me get over there and see what it says. Matthew 6. All right, Matthew 6, and let's pick up verse 1. See, we we want, at the end of the day, we want God to reward us. He told us he's coming quickly to repay every man according as his work shall be. And so being a servant of God comes with a reward. It comes with a reward. You're not just being God's servant for nothing. He's going to reward you. So now let's pick up verse one and see what he says. We're still talking about the same question. Let's pick up verse one. Take heed that you do not your arms before men. I love how Jesus straightened up, straightened out everything. He said, when you're doing something for someone, this isn't about publicizing it. Now, someone may find out. And again, I'm not saying it's even a sin to tell someone. But now, what we do is we want everybody to know. Yeah, I had to buy Melvin a chicken box yesterday. I mean, we're, we're sitting around, we'll be sitting around and we could be talking about something completely different and we'll come out the, you know, I had, and we'll have that smile on our face. Yeah, I had to get, had to get him a chicken box yesterday. He, he said he didn't have no more money. So I just felt bad for him. What are you really doing here? Is it really, is it really about the deed that you did? Or are you really trying to humiliate this person? Are you really trying to talk bad about this person? What is it really about here? See, that's what a lot of people do. We'll do something for someone and we'll talk horribly about the person the entire time. Horribly. To the point where <laughs> the person would say, man, I, you can take what you gave me back. If you got to do me like this, just take it back. So he said, now this is Jesus. Take heed that ye do not your arms before men for what? To be seen of them. See, people are doing stuff to be seen. That's the issue. That's not the, the mind of a servant. Now, we didn't read it, but in Philippians, he said, let this mind be in you 
which was also in Christ Jesus. And it told us he took upon himself the form of a servant. He was a servant. He humbled himself. He didn't do stuff to be seen. He didn't go around bragging about what he did yesterday. But we have to brag about everything. But now, look at what he says as a result. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your father, which is in heaven. He said, otherwise, if you're just doing it to be seen, he said, God isn't going to reward you for this. He's not rewarding you for this. Let's keep reading. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms. When you're doing a deed for someone, when you're being a servant to someone, when you're having an act of love or compassion towards someone else. Let's see what he said. Do not sound a trumpet before thee. Uh-huh. As the hypocrites do. Now look at what Jesus called us. If we do this, read that again for me. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the, and in the streets. Look at what he said there closely. He said... When you're doing something for somebody, don't you don't have to broadcast this. <laughs> he said, do not sound a trumpet. See, that trumpet is loud. It gets some attention. That's what we're doing. A lot of people are doing these very things to be seen, for somebody to hear them. Not because of the kindness of their heart. Not because of the love they have. Just to be seen. He said, this is what a hypocrite does. And look at where he said the hypocrites are. In the synagogues. Now, I want you to know a synagogue is a church. He said, some hypocrites in the church. Jesus tells us this. I didn't need the man to tell me the other day is hypocrites at church. But look at where they also are, in the streets. Somebody say, I be in these streets. <laughs> You're a hypocrite in the street and in the church. <laughs> this is why they wanted to kill Jesus. This is why they did. Because he was real with them. He was honest. He said, there's hypocrites out here. Whether they're in the church or not, it's some hypocrite now. There's going to be some real people, though. There's going to be some real servants of God. And that's why we're having this conversation, because I'm hoping you would be a real servant of God, not a hypocrite. Because if you're doing these things to be seen or to look good or, you know, sometimes people will do uh you will have people, I'll put it to you this way. We'll do some things just so we can get something in return. We'll help somebody out. And the only reason we're helping them is just because we're hoping they'll help us out down the road. Not because we care. Not because we love one another as he told us to love. Only. Because we feel they can help us. You know, how much more likely are people to help someone who's rich? You'll see people donating and giving all sorts of stuff to rich folks. Why? We know they can help us out. They said they got something. You know, if a rich person walks in a business, I mean, everybody's taking off their jacket. They don't want them to... <laughs> Step their shoe in anything. We'll put our jackets on the ground so they can walk on them. Because we understand, man, this person, they can bring something to my business. But let a poor person walk in. Somebody say, oh, oh, go help them. You don't have time to help that person. This is how we act. James covered this. Now, we're not going to go and get that. But James dealt with that. Let's keep reading here. That they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. He said, you'll have your reward. Why? Because you're going to get somebody to pat you on the back. He said, read, read verse 2 for me again. 
Therefore, when thou doest thine alms. When you do when you are doing something for people, trying to be a servant. Uh-huh. Do not sound a trumpet before thee, mm-hmm. as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. He said, don't be a hypocrite. Uh-huh. That they may have glory of men. See, people are looking for glory from other folks. We're looking for somebody to hit me on the back and say, wow, Tony, you know, you did a great thing yesterday. We're looking for a lot of people to comment, wow, now this is fantastic. We, we feel good about ourselves when we do that, when we hear that. All because we did a good deed for someone. We went out of our way a little bit. We say, well, I was on my way home yesterday and so-and-so needed a ride. And we have to go and tell 50 people. Well, they needed a ride, so I felt bad. I wanted to help them out. They don't have no car. They always riding a bike. And we're laughing the whole time. He said, you're doing this to receive some glory from people, to receive praise from people. And look at what he said after that, Mel. They have their reward. He said, you got your reward. That praise they gave you, that hand clap that they gave you, that wow that they gave you, that like and share that they gave you. He said, you got your reward already. I had (laughs) one of my preachers would always say, God's not going to pay you twice. We go to whatever job or get whatever check. They're not paying you twice for the same thing. So I was told, God's not going to pay you twice. You got your reward. But now the real servant of God, God is truly going to bless us. It's not about being seen. We're doing things out of the kindness of our hearts, out of the love that God has placed in us. Because if he didn't put it in us, we wouldn't know how to love one another. Let's keep going. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. You know, he's already said this. I've told you guys before, my wife will get on me. You said the same thing over and over. (laughs) Because I understand somebody still didn't get it. Jesus just said in verse 3 what he said in verse 2. He said, don't don't go around sounding the alarm, sounding the trumpet, letting everybody know. In verse 3, he said, when you're doing something, look, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. You don't have to go around and tell everybody. It's not about that. Now, he said the same thing. Somebody should have cried out, Jesus, you saying the same thing. (laughs) No, nobody was going to do that. But we need to hear those same things for us to finally get it. See, that's what reading the Bible is about. That's what hearing the word of God is about. A lot of times you need to hear the same thing. Because no matter how many times we say this, you still just don't get it. And we say, I got it. I I know what it's talking about. But we still don't get it. We haven't learned how to become God's servant. Let's see what he said, man. That thine alms may be in secret. Mm -hmm. And thy father, which seeth in in secret himself, shall reward thee openly. God's going to reward you openly. Now, you do your deed. You serve in secrecy. And God's going to reward you openly. Look at how this works. But he said, if you want to do, if you want to do an arm, do something for someone openly. He said, God's not rewarding you for that because you already got your reward. So I want the reward that God has to give me. He gives a better reward than people. Now, there's so many ways God can reward us. I don't know how he's going to choose to reward you. But now, when when we do something, I wouldn't go into it with the mind of, well, today, I'm going to give somebody a ride because God's going to reward me. 
That's the wrong mind. I'm going to give, I'm going to buy someone lunch today because God's going to reward me. That's the wrong mind. It should be, it should come from a true place of compassion. It's about being a servant to one another. That's what it comes down to. We got anything else, Melvin? Because I'm about to move on. Not yet. Uh, let us know if the video is being choppy. Oh, boy. About five minutes now. Oh, my. So just comment down there. Um, hopefully, it's still going smoothly for you guys. So just um, just let us know in the comments how the quality of the video is. Oh, boy. You think it might be the recording uh, thing? Wouldn't be that. Probably be this audio again. I'm not sure. All right. Um, let's let's keep going here. Let's actually move over to um let's go back to Philippians. I think I wanted to look at a few more things there. Philippians chapter two. And let's pick it up at verse two. All right, really quickly, I'm gonna reset this audio. Also, um, while he's doing that. I didn't actually get to answer that second part of that question. Uh, so the second part of that question was also, what if you are doing so and it's being taken advantage of still be a servant of those people as well. Now in a situation like this, I wouldn't advise that. Um, now there's going to be some situations where you might do something for someone and you don't know if they were genuine about it or not. You don't know. But now, if you do it, God's still going to reward you. And even if they were not genuine, even if they uh, got over on you, God's going to reward you and he's going to reward them too. But it won't be a good reward for them. So now, if I know Let's say, uh, because sometimes people do this, sometimes people will hang around Walmart or some type of store or business, and they'll be asking people for money, pretending as if they don't have any. And sometimes, like I said, sometimes people actually do this. And so if you know for a fact this person does not need any help, they're just trying to get over on people. I wouldn't advise doing that. I wouldn't advise doing that because you already know they truly don't need help. So, no, if I know someone is out to get over on me, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. All right, we'll try to go through a few more scriptures, uh, but we're probably going to wrap it up here um, just because of the issues we're having. Uh, let's 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 read Philippians chapter two. And let's start at verse two, and we'll probably close this out. All right. Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Now, Paul, he told us in chapter one who he was. He said, we're servants of Jesus Christ. Now, in chapter two, he says, now my pastor, as my pastor would explain this, he said, make me happy. And by doing, the, the way you can make me happy is by being like-minded, being a servant. See, if we all have the mind of a servant, people, people say, what would Jesus do? Jesus had the mind of a servant. We actually can have that same mind. Now, will we make mistakes? Sure. But we can have the same mind. As Jesus, the mind of a servant. So Paul said, be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, not fighting with each other. Suppose we all had this mind. There would be no killing going on in the world. There would be no stealing going on in the world. There would not be, not, it, would no, it would be no lies going on in the world. It would be no fighting. 
going on in the world. If we were all like-minded. Now, I'm not saying we all thought just alike, but what he's saying is you were each other's servant. If you did something wrong, you would apologize. You would humble yourself. This is the mind of a servant. Suppose the whole world was this way. Suppose now. Let's keep reading. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Is this not what Jesus said? He said that they're seeking the glory of men. Paul calls it vainglory. It's all for nothing. Thinking because we did this, we're going to be saved. It's all for nothing. Because they were not a true servant. Let's keep reading. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Now, you know this is a servant's mind. We, if anyone struggles to believe whether these books were written by, or excuse me, were aspired by God, God gave the... Uh, words he gave the thoughts rather if anyone's struggling to believe that god caused this to be written look at the things that it says let nothing be done through vain glory or strife then he turns around and says esteem he said excuse me but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves now who's doing this who willingly wants to do this? Who wants to do this? We got some better connection now. Oh, well. <laughs> um, David did say it's sounding better now. But who wants to do this? Esteem someone better than themselves. You know, this would work if we all esteem the next person better than ourselves. This would work. This would work. Let's keep reading, man. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Suppose we were all looking out for one another. Suppose now we've got family. We don't even look out for each other. But he says, suppose us now, the children of God, truly looked out for one another. This is what being a servant is about. If we all did this, Look at how much better the world would be. Look at how much better things would be. So then we drop down to verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This was the mind of Jesus. He was a servant. He esteemed others better than himself. So he did that to teach us. Esteem somebody better than yourself. Care about them. Look out for them. Don't. Only look out for yourself. He's not saying don't look out for yourself. He's saying don't only look out for yourself. Care about somebody else. Think about the world that we grow up in. Who are people telling you to look out for? Self. That's it. See, this is the difference between God and man. God's going to tell you to look out for others. The world's going to tell you, man, just worry about yourself. That's the only person you need to think about. You. Go get you this. He said, look out for other people now. You won't be able to tell me this is not God. This is God. Drop down to verse 7. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. He made himself of no reputation. We're going to have to finish this out. Um, I'm sorry it was, we're ending it abruptly, uh, but I see we're having a lot of issues, and I know it's really hard to listen to something when the sound keeps going in and out, and you hear part of one word, and you're like, I, I understand it's frustrating. So thank you guys for bearing with us. Um, uh, 
we're gonna do our best to not have this same issue uh, once we can even figure out what issue it is we have been having bad weather so uh, that may be the cause uh, we're really not sure but again thank you guys god bless you yes thank you um and for those of us uh for you can still hear this should sound a-okay on the podcast um whenever um, i do upload it it should sound great on there so if you want to listen there then please do that it's on every major podcast platform that you want to listen to so i still want to say rejoice in the lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies counted all joy counted all joy and again counted all joy there's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm so if the lord blesses and says the same we'll see you guys next thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of god and i pray that we do not have any more technical difficulties so again thank you guys for tuning in Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always.